Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. It's Haley. And Dave. Welcome back to the Advent Podcast, everyone. Haley, today we're following Mary, like from the Christmas story, Mary and Joseph Mary. When she finds out she is pregnant, which makes me think about newborns, which makes me think about baby pictures, which leads to a question. Haley, do you have a baby picture on you? I do. I am a Gen I Z. I'm like the first of Gen Z, so you're of like course a, I have. Like a Zillennial, right? Yeah. I mean, I really teeter <laughs> on both. Like, I'm not accepted by Gen Z. Like, my real Gen Z <laughs> friends will send me things that are like, "You're such a millennial," but any millennials like, "Oh no, you're too young." Like, you you grew up with a cell phone, so I don't know where I belong, y'all. It's a tough life. But Dave, here's my baby picture. Oh my gosh. For those of you who can't see, Haley, it's cute, and you know, not all babies are cute. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> honored but y'all i was bald till i was two like anywhere i'd go they'd look at me and be like you have a really beautiful baby boy my mom was like the heck like Haley's a girl so funny times wow well i am not a zillennial mm-hmm. i'm what they call oregon trail like in between gen x and millennial isn't that like a board game yeah, it, it's a, a board game Haley. it is a computer game from the dawn of the computer age (laughs) that people my generation born between 1981 1985 played for all the parents listening you got me Oregon Trail it's it's actually an app now a computer game from the beginning of computers is the same complexity of a current board game oh yes facts (laughs) I mean it was like the green pixels you know uh, it was amazing. It's like where you get dysentery and like you name it after all your friends. It was awesome. Anyway, now wow, I want to play Splendor. Got, the whole point is like you got I'm, dysentery. Oh, typhoid, all sorts of stuff. But then you could repair your wagon, float down the river. We did not, y'all. We did not intend to get on Oregon Trail. The point is, I don't have a baby picture of myself <laughs> on my phone. Um, okay. But um, I had like spiky blonde hair. It was like a duckling. And, um, That's a baby. It sounds fun. People would like touch it and stuff. Duckling. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, well, um, well, I don't think baby Jesus looked like everyone, either. But I, I had a feeling you would have a baby picture on your phone. <laughs> I did. Um, y'all, on that note, let's read our passage today. This is from Luke 1, 28 and 29. This is part of a bigger passage of the angel showing up to Mary, letting her know some exciting news. So let's read. And he came to her. This is the angel. He came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. So this is the angel showing up to Mary. Mary, who we think, the the best scholarship thinks she would have been about 14 years old. She's engaged to be married. She is not married. And um, and says, you are pregnant. And Haley, I was never a 14-year-old girl. How would you feel at 14 if an angel showed up and gave you this crazy news that you were pregnant? So some context for me when I was 14, just as a freshman in high school, I was at a new school. I didn't know anyone. Um, I would go yeah. home almost every night for the first six months and cry. Like I'd walk oh downstairs to my fireplace, sit in front of it. My dad would be watching TV. Then he would look to me and then I'd start weeping. Then I'd just oh cry in my, my dad's gosh. arms. Ugh. So if I was... And honestly, I was doing fine. Like I wasn't a social. If you know me now, you know you probably think you I have hair extroverted. at this point. Hair was growing. The in. hair had come in. It That's came. Me. There was a lot of it, same as there is now. Um, but I was like, I mean, I wasn't well known at school. Like I would have, I would have crumbled. 
<laughs> if I thought I would have been like, I don't, I already don't have friends. Now I'm really not going to have friends. No one's going to believe this and like, yeah, peace out to my life. Like, I don't think my parents would have even believed. I mean, maybe, but probably not. Like they knew I was a good kid, but I think they'd be mm. like, what's up with this? Like, I just would have felt so ostracized. I couldn't imagine that happening. Wow. Anyways, um, Dave, what does that have to do with peace? So, like, how would you bring that into the story, Mary's experience? How would you bring that into the Christmas story involving peace? Yeah, well, I mean, first, it's wild to imagine if the Christmas story were to happen now. Um, because we have it in these these memories, these cute plays. But when we get down to it, like a, a 14-year-old girl um, who is unmarried being pregnant, like, if that were our world, it would be a scandal. It would be shocking. Um, and yet that's how the God of the universe chose to show up. Um, so what is peace? What does this have to do with peace? Well, y'all, we've been talking about shalom this week, the fact that peace is wholeness. Um, and I just want to say this line. Um, we mentioned it recently, but peace is not a vacation. Peace is shalom. It is the wholeness. It is not the absence of conflict, but it is the presence of everything good and right. Um, and peace doesn't mean, here's, here's the thing we've got to understand. Peace doesn't mean we won't be challenged. Like, you can be challenged and still experience peace. Um, so Haley, I just have a question. Have you experienced God's peace in the midst of something challenging? Yeah, I would say the most like prevalent story I have with that that like comes to mind would be when I moved here. A lot of it didn't make sense from the outside. A lot of my friends were very concerned for me and tried mm-hmm. to be like really kind about being like, huh, are you sure about this? Um, but my moment of peace really came because, I mean, you, you kind of need a moment of peace and clarity, mm-hmm. a breakthrough to make a big choice. And, and where, where were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived in Knoxville, mm-hmm. and I was a paid media buyer planner, lived my life. And I, at the time— and this was, is right after UGA, like UGA, yeah, Knoxville. Cool. Yeah, I'd had two years living in Knoxville at this point, and I thought I'd lived it for a long time, and I really loved it. But I kind of in my job realized, like, I'm not using my greatest gifts. I'm good at this thing, but, like, I'm not, like, rocking it out. Like, I'm not, like, using my best things, and I want to use those gifts more. So I started, like, really praying about figuring out, like, what would be best for me next? What my personality suited towards? Like, what gifts do I have from God that I need to be using my job? And it took a long time to discern that and really felt like the th- kind of things I think I should do, like, mm-hmm. there's – it's a smaller town. There's not a lot of opportunities to sure. do this, not a lot of churches. And I didn't even know specifically a church, but I was like, I think I need to like move. And my family lived in Atlanta. I um, mean, at the time I was dating somebody who lived here and I had been to Trinity. So I was like, maybe I'll like look at, see if there's shops there or whatever. And I, so I was just like really confused, really in the midst of praying about where mm-hmm. to live on top of uh, if I like wanted to stay in a job, like the job I was working. And my boyfriend at the time, like called me one day out of the blue and was just like, Hey, like, broke up with me um felt really surprising and so i like had sad girl hours that night and then i went to bed but like you can't really sleep after that sometimes so i couldn't really sleep so i woke up and i went to spin class which was very common for me at the time i know you all know me as a climber girl used to be a spin girl (laughs) and i went to a class called wake and justin timberlake so a bunch of justin timberlake songs which like wouldn't want to wake to justin timberlake no better (laughs) post breakup thing to wake to right so I wake up, I go to spin class, and I normally would go to like 5 or 6 a.m. spin class and sit next to this man. He's like in his 50s. I, this is just like the bike I preferred to spin on. And I wasn't sitting next to him this morning because I booked it so late. And he was like, hey, like, how are you this morning? And I was like, I'm not telling you that. And so I was like, I'm not telling I'm fine. Was not fine. Went and got on my bike, and we spin the whole class, whatever. 
we get off our bikes and he stops everyone, which he's never done before. This man's like, he would always scream like, we came to work when we were spinning, but it's not like he was like chatting with the whole class all the time. And he stopped everyone and was like, someone in this room needs to hear this. And he looked dead at me. Mm. And he said, you are not doing what you're created to do because of fear. Mm. And you need to step out and be bold and go do it. And he kept talking, but I didn't hear a word he said after that. I just broke down in tears. And the girl next to me was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Like, I'm not yeah. going to tell you this. Yeah. But in that moment, I had the deepest sense of peace of like, I don't really know how this whole moving thing's going to work out. I don't know what job I'm actually even going to get. I'm just going to trust the Lord with this and I'm going to move. Um, I went home and my roommate was like, you're going to Atlanta, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. Huh. Um, and then I went online actually and Trinity had just posted my job. I didn't tell you that part of the story oh, before. Amazing. And I told you, yeah. but my job like went up that day. So cool. um, the first job that I got is kids coordinating. And to this day, I'm like, I don't. Millie hired some 23-year-old girl that hadn't... I'd been to this church twice outside. And we're so glad. <laughs> but a pretty big risk. So yeah. um, anyways, that was like... There was so much unrest involved in that and so much of like, what choice am I supposed to make? What am I supposed to do? Should I even move? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think we can relate to that. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And um, that moment just felt so clear. This random man at spin class who I don't even know if he loves the Lord or not. And he doesn't know to this day that he like was really the one who pushed me over the edge and was like, yeah, like I think I actually feel peace in the midst of this. But that was a moment of great peace for me. That's amazing. Yeah, spin Thank class. you for sharing. Yeah, it's, for sure. Y'all, it's just, Haley, thank you. Like that's a, it's a reminder that often peace can break through just like an angel showing up to Mary, unexpected. And if you find yourself in a place where you would say, I'm not experiencing peace right now, I can't promise you it's going to show up in a moment. But Jesus coming at Christmas was an unexpected appearing of peace. And so we will pray that you experience that. And it's a thing that we can't pray for. The Lord wants to give us that wholeness. Um, so I find so much hope in that. And there's so many stories of that happening. And y'all, you're not too young. You're not too inexperienced in your faith. We can all pray to experience that. Um, I want to leave you with the lyrics from a song called There Is a Peace by the artist's name is Harvest. She's actually local to Atlanta right here. Look her up. It's awesome. So There Is a Peace by Harvest. I'm going to read these verses to you and then um, we'll sign off. So here's from the song. You've been tempted and shaken, tested and failed. You've been so far from Jesus and too close to hell. Your vision's been clouded by this world's delight. But I tell you, you're not of this world. So stand up and fight. You're not of this world, so stand up and fight. There is a peace to settle your soul. There is a peace that is calling you home. Y'all, that is a prayer right there. So go listen to it. We challenge you, find a song. Um, go listen to this or find a song that for you reminds you that peace, um, the, the God's presence of peace, the Prince of Peace wants to be near you. So let us know how that goes. And look for it anywhere. It might be at spin class, you know? <laughs> it's not just in your bedroom when you like feel like you're finally- Or biology class. Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> anywhere. Um, the peace of God can really come through anyone, anywhere, anytime. It's not just a thing that you experience in a church building or when you're finally, finally home from the end of your day at school, it can happen anywhere. So the more you have eyes to see the Holy Spirit, the more you have eyes to see peace, the more you'll be open to hearing what's around you. So we just encourage you to pray and to be open open to God. So y'all let us know what you think. Let us know what you hear throughout the week. And let us know if you listen to this song or if there's a song that brings you peace in particular. We love your song recs too. We don't know them all and we love to know more. So always let Dave and I know if you got a song rec. All right, y'all. Until tomorrow, we love you and peace, peace be, be with, with you. you.